and welcome back to another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. Unless, uh, unless not welcome back because this is the first time you're listening, I recommend that you go back and listen to the episode before this because this yeah, is please. part two of Son of Sam. I am Belle. And I'm Miley. And again, today we're going to be talking about Son of Sam part dose. Are you ready, Miley? I'm so ready. You're not, because this Uh-oh. is weird, and I'm in a weird mood today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got that right. <laughs> I'm, fe- I'm feeling it. Okay. This should be an interesting episode. It should. Um, But again, <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, This episode's dark, just like the other one. Not as dark, because... We talked about all the victims in the last episode. So this one's mainly just about like po- post post murdery David Berkowitz. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. So, let us begin. We're going to dive right in. So we left off part 1 at Detective Falatico being given 2 weeks to solve the murder of Robert Ooh. Valenti and Stacy Moskowitz. Now we're at August 9th, 1977. And this is when things start to get a bit nerve-wracking for old for old Ooh. Davy Berkowitz. Yes. So, the night of the Valenti and Moskowitz murder, a woman by the name of Celia or or Salia, I believe, Davis was walking her dog when she saw a man with something suspicious in his hand getting out of the car with a parking ticket. I don't, I mean, it says something suspicious in her hand. Like it said that in every single one. I'm, I'm just like, uh, what, what, what does that mean? Something, Hmm. couldn't she have just said, it looked like he had a gun. Yeah. But instead she's like something suspicious. It's like, (laughs) it looked like he had a blow dart. (laughs) It looked like he had a blow dart gun. (laughs) I feel like that would be me too, because I try not to overreact and I probably would have seen him and been like, it. I don't really know what it was. It just looked strange. It just looked like he shouldn't have had it. It, it was a little suspicious. I don't You're really know what it was. Level-headed. I would have been like, the man had a gun. Yeah. And it was true. pointed directly at me. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. It's a little dramatic. <laughs> so she quickly made her way back home. And then she heard shots go off behind oh. her while she was like, oh, fast walking back home. Um, oh, so she was just on foot? Yeah, she oh. wasn't in a car or anything. She was oh. walking her dog. Oh. So she was too nervous to instantly go to the police, so she waited for four days. Oh, no. Girl. I mean, honestly, I'm, you know, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, four I, days? Fun fact. I'm terrified of the police. <laughs> I've never done anything wrong, but I'm constantly convinced that they are going to accuse me of a crime I did not commit. As we've previously talked about multiple times on this podcast, yes. that is my that is my fear. Uh, other than being buried alive, that's at the top. Um, and so I probably wouldn't go directly to the police either. I'd be really? like, nope, nope, I wouldn't. Or what? No, I wouldn't, because I would be like, they think I shot these people. <laughs> I'm, I would first off, I'd walk in there and be like, hello. I am not the son of Sam, but I, I think that I saw him in the park and they're going to be like, you are the son of Sam. Welcome to jail. I don't and think that's what happened. I think that, that is what happens. If they just looked at you 
I think that they would be like, I don't, it was a man who committed these crimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely not a man. I think you would be okay. I am girl. <laughs> <laughs> so finally on August 9th, she went to the police and gave them a the description of, of the man with the suspicious object in his hand. The next day, David Berkowitz was arrested at his Yonkers apartment because oh. they traced the parking ticket. <gasps> wow. Yep. Uh, the New York Times claims that when the police arrested Berkowitz, he said, well, you've got me. <laughs> that was August 10th, 1977. <laughs> I think that's, I would like to think that's what I would say as well. If I committed all these crimes. Not me. Like, I'd be like, I didn't. <laughs> when? No. no, I think if it came to that point and they were arresting me, I'd be like, okay, well, it was a good run. Uh, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to go to trial. <laughs> Um, and John Falcody, I feel like I'm pronouncing that wrong, was the man that arrested him. Ooh, the guy who was given two weeks. Yeah. He was he was an MVP man. He was a champ. Let's go. Um, but yeah, that's how they got him was through parking tickets. They traced wow. all the parking tickets that were given out that night <gasps> and then oh. traced what kind of cars were get like were given the parking tickets and then uh-huh. traced those back to crime scene like insight. That's what we like to see. And who's this man? Shout out to this girl. Who oh was yeah, like, for sure. I'm I'm getting out of here. I'm not taking any it chances. Took her a couple of days with to, this man to talk about it, but you yeah, know. but she did eventually. Yeah, that's what I don't matters. think anybody else died between that time period. So no, it's okay. No, he spaced out his killings pretty far, honestly. Yeah. So August eleventh, the very next day, the forty four caliber caliber killer, David Berkowitz. Uh, after just 30 minutes of interrogation, confessed to the shootings. Well, that didn't take very long. No. <laughs> Haven't there been days when they've interrogated Oh, my people? God. Yeah. <laughs> like, so long. And, like, kept them in jail and then had to release them because they couldn't prove anything. I wonder... Was this like? I wonder if this was like straight interrogation, or if it was one of those things where they make them wait longer to oh. make them nervous. What if it was yeah. like twenty nine minutes, and then they walked in and sat down, and he was like, "Well, I am the son of Sam." <laughs> if I was ever interrogated, that would be the best route for me. Just leave me in that room. Oh yeah, because I would, would crack. You would, oh yeah, <laughs> I would crack. I would love to watch. I would love to watch you during that time. Uh, <laughs> even if I didn't do anything, it would look like I was so guilty because I would get so... That I ADHD really, would kick in. I man. just really hope and pray that you really never get arrested for That's anything ever. Whenever Nothing. me and Miley and our friend Allie, who's been on this podcast, recently got lost uh, <laughs> in the woods. Uh, and I At was night. Like, and I was as desperate to say... We need to call 911. And that is how you know that I was desperate because <laughs> cops yeah. scare me. But it's not okay. for any reason in particular. I don't think a cop's going to do anything to me. Um, I have that privilege as a, a small white female. <laughs> yeah, right. um, but I was like, we're going to die out here. And then the cops didn't do anything. Well, well, yeah, the dispatcher the nine didn't. One, yeah, that dispatcher didn't do it. If you're listening right now, dispatcher, <laughs> you don't yeah, know my name. I was the girl who called and was like, we're very lost. Can you, I don't know where our car is. And they were like, okay, I'll ping your phone. Just walk down the road. And I was like, can you tell me which direction? I'll we pull up a compass. Die. And they were like, All uh, that ran through my I don't head know. was Ted Bundy is going to yeah. pick us up. At one point. Even though he's been dead for like 
years. Yeah. At one point, I crouched down beside the road when a car went by because I thought that's what we were doing. I thought we were trying yes. to hide from vehicles. I, at one point, listed all of my regrets <laughs> in life that I didn't get to do before I died. There was only three things on the list. Yeah. If we ever have a Patreon, I will release those three things <laughs> on our Patreon. I don't know if we should. Because that should just be paid content. I, I ain't giving yeah. that out. I ain't no. giving that list out for free. No way. For a lot of reasons. Let's get back to this case. Sorry. Like I said, we're in I'm in a weird mood, so let's try and focus again. Again, he confessed in 30 minutes. It did not take a long time. There was no way he wasn't going to confess, though, because in his house and in his car, the gun was recovered, as well as a duffel bag full of ammunition, another gun, maps of the crime scenes, and a threatening letter to the police. Nice. Also found in old David's apartment was satanic graffiti. And in my notes, I spelled graffiti wrong. (laughs) Um, Well, I don't know why that bothered me. Like all over the walls. There was also uh, in-depth diaries of his days and arsons since he was 21. And it's believed he caused well over 1,400 fires in New York City. A uh, pro what? tip to all criminals out there. Uh, don't have a diary. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, diaries are a bad idea if you're committing crimes. Don't write the crimes down. Yeah, why? Why, why would you write the crimes down? That's like uh, keeping trophies. I guess. It's bad. It's not smart. Work smart, not hard. Uh, I don't feel like I should be saying that to criminals. But just, just, that should be just be life know. advice, man. Yeah. Like If, if you're, you're writing down your feelings about your day and don't you're not do a that criminal. Either. People can use that against what? you. <laughs> Lock it up or something. I don't know. Hide it well. Express your feelings. Whatever you need to do. Go to therapy. Yeah, that's good. You can sue them if they share if they share your and then feelings you'll, with yeah, anyone then you'll get else. money. Then you'll be rich, but also exposed. <laughs> but at least you'll be rich. Yeah. Okay. Now on to why oh God. This serial killer story is uh, a bit different than than most serial killer stories. During David's confession, he claimed that his neighbor, Sam Carr's dog, a black Labrador retriever named Harvey, told him to kill people. A Labrador? Yep, it's a black lab retriever. (laughs) Could you imagine? I'll share share cute little Harvey's picture on Instagram. Could you imagine this dog? If it had human thoughts just sitting there listening to the news. I would love to see that. And being a cute... I'm about to see that dog on trial. Just be like, why'd you do it? (laughs) Why'd you do it? And him just being like, I have no idea what this man is talking about. Have one of those things like Ralph has an up where where Harvey's just like, I just was asking for some bones. Sam just wanted to treat me out. It's like, I was abused in this situation. (laughs) I'm a victim here. (laughs) I am a victim. But yeah, apparently the dog was possessed by an ancient demon and demanded the blood of pretty young girls. Pretty young girls is not my words. I'm not a creep. (laughs) That is the exact words that David Berkowitz used to explain this ancient demon dog. Why not old men, you know? Old, ugly men. Yeah. (laughs) The blood of old, (laughs) ugly men. I mean... (laughs) why i have no idea he could have went straight dexter and been like i want the blood of other 
evil men. Yeah, right? And all of them were dark haired except for one right yeah except for okay. stacy stacy was blonde did he say that did the ancient demon also say only i guess dark haired i guess young, david berkowitz interpreted that as his type of girl mm. so like if we reversed it i was a serial killer and i could only kill people who were like my type i would be oh. like murdering chris evans and <laughs> sebastian stan <laughs> You would be murdering Harry Styles yeah. and other other hmm. attractive yeah. young men. Yeah, that's right. Well, just a general. Yeah, so, sounds good. Yeah, he just basically killed his type, which is so creepy. Yeah, it makes really. this orders even more creepy. Um, so during questioning, Berkowitz stated, "He told me to kill Sam as the devil." <laughs> That's it. Sam? Wait. Sam. Sam is the owner of Harvey. And I... Yeah. And Sam, I guess... I don't know. Could you imagine Sam in this situation? I feel bad. Being accused? Sam was a retiree who genuinely was just, like, nice to David. Uh, Even though David was honestly kind of weird. Yeah, makes sense. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was a murderer. Um, Well, he is a murderer. He's still alive. We'll get into that. I don't, no spoilers. Um, But at one point, David ended up shooting poor little Harvey uh, after sending Sam Carr an anonymous letter about the dog disturbing him. Yeah, he shot him on April 29th. I remember Did that. Did the dog live? No, that dog's dead. <gasps> I mean, the dog would be definitely be dead by now if yeah. the dog was still alive in 1977. But he shot him in the head. Yeah, he killed him. This he killed is so the poor horrible. puppy. Sam, he had his dog. This random psychotic dude just accused his dog of being the devil. And then he shoots your dog. Yeah, he shot the dog. It was April 29th. He shot him in the head. It's awful. So, due to these bizarre and insane claims, Berkowitz underwent multiple psychological evaluations, but was declared competent to stand trial. I don't... Uh, was he competent? Right? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but honestly, I'm happy that he was stated competent, because if not, he would have just ended up in some, like, yeah, better living situation. He would have ended up in, like, a mental institution. I honestly... I don't think that's the right, like, politically correct way to say mental institution. He would have ended up in, like, a mental health facility. Yeah. That's, like, locked down, basically. Right, yeah. I don't know. I'm assuming that places like that (laughs) still aren't enjoyable places to be. Oh, for sure, yeah. still... Uh, They're probably not a walk of the park. It makes me so angry when the defense always tries tries to take that... Take that route to get for oh, them to for get the sure. easy way out. It's so messed up. Yeah, like, they I mean, always there are try some to go people that route. Who really are mentally unstable, insane. There really are some people. Yeah, and past the point of being mentally ill, you're like a threat to society. Right. Yeah, and that's one. And thing, it's not something you can really control. Yes, exactly. Without like medication and proper help. Yeah. yeah it, I ugh, agree. I hate it. Um. So all this talk of demons and multiple murders led to intense media coverage of the case. And Berkowitz honestly was thriving. He was like, this is finally I have some attention. Yeah. 
Somehow they allowed Berkowitz to speak to the media. Honestly, I don't know what? whose idea that was, but it doesn't sound like a very good one. Uh, everyone has their rights or or whatever. But the media? But when you kill people, you're taking away all those people who you murdered's rights. So I don't Ooh. feel like you deserve to have any rights. After Valid you, point. You took about six people's rights. Yeah. Agreed. Um. So yeah, they let him talk to the media, which I think is insane. Uh, on is. September 19th, 1977, in a letter to the New York Post, which obviously is David's favorite newspaper because that's all yes. he seemed to talk to, David alluded to his demonic possession as well as possible accomplices in his crime. He stated, what? there are other sons out there. God help this world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> After three said psyche vows and confirmed confidence, old Davy pled guilty of all the shootings. Yeah. And on May 8th, 1978 in defiance to his defense attorney who wanted him to plead not guilty by reason of insanity he pled like i said he pled guilty anyways yeah we'd love to hear it um two weeks later at his sentencing david decided to make a show and in true terrible person fashion he wanted eyes on him hmm. after the sentencing he attempted to jump out of the seventh floor courtroom window <laughs> i'm sorry he got free of his guards <laughs> and tried to jump out the window wow very dramatic <laughs> yeah <laughs> he said i'm gonna choose the way to go out yeah out this window the seventh floor window he wouldn't have died he <laughs> literally just would have broken a couple of bones and he wouldn't have been able to get away there's no way he could have landed and not broken i mean i guess he could have landed a certain way on his like side or his arms i'm gonna ask a doctor about this <laughs> my friend Joni. <laughs> i'm gonna ask her or if she's listening hey Joni, tell me if this is possible so i can share it but uh he couldn't have landed on his legs and been able to walk no, out of a seventh floor yeah. window he would have broken both of his legs uh, if he would have landed a certain maybe like tuck and rolled uh, uh, i still feel like he would have broken would ribs and so it still would have been hard to walk you break your neck and possibly your back yeah, yeah. There's no way he just wasn't thinking this through. And he wouldn't have died. You, There's no way he would have, unless he literally would have swan dived out this window. Yeah. He was just he just wanted dramatic. Attention. So then, since the window was already open and there was 10 people at the courtroom. And Wait, so people they just had the, the courtroom, window open? No, he opened the window oh, okay. to try to get out of it. Oh, okay. He then began to shout like really horrible things, and I don't really want to repeat them because oh, they were no. about his last victim <gasps> and like horrible, oh, horrible things. No, and it's really sad. Ew. After this little show, he once again had to have a psych evaluation. During the evaluation, Berkowitz drew a sketch of a jailed man surrounded by numerous walls, and at the bottom, he wrote, "I am not well, not well at all." <laughs> <laughs> If that's this not attention-seeking, honest to God, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah, that's all this man really wanted. He just wanted some I attention. I can just imagine him being like, God, I'm such a poet. I am not well. Not well at all. And I'm just... If oh, I was his guard, oh. I would be like, you really need to get over it. I don't Take have, a breath. I don't have TikTok, but occasionally I'll watch... We've talked about... I've, I watch videos on Instagram. Yes. Have you seen the ones that are like the pick me boys? Yes. <laughs> David Berkowitz is totally a pick me boy. <laughs> Jesus help us. Yeah, oh God. He's the worst. He's the worst. So 
all of this sounds to me like he was trying not to go to prison and go to a mm-hmm. psychiatric facility. Yeah. Um, which begs the question why he didn't plead insanity in the first place. Yeah. Um, but again, he was once again competent and they sent him to jail. Woo. So on June 12th, 1978, David Berkowitz was sentenced to 25 years to life for each murder to be served consecutively. Ooh. He was ordered to serve time at Attica Correctional Facility in upstate New York, Supermax Prison. Despite prosecutors' objections, the terms of Berkowitz's guilty plea made him eligible for parole in 25 years. I have no idea. I have no idea. If you guys could see the look that Miley is giving me. Genuinely, I have no idea. I I don't know a ton about, you know, the law. Um, but this makes no sense to me. He killed he either I think he killed six and wounded ten or reversed that. Either way, sixteen people were like heavily affected by this man. And so why he got to why he got I'm parole, sure like offered parole. It doesn't make any sense. I'm sure that you're going to go into this. Yeah, I am. But how long ago was this? In the 70s. How far are we? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be talking about that in a second. Okay. So Berkowitz moved prisons a lot until he finally ended up at Attica, um, which I didn't know was a thing either. I didn't like he moved prisons like six different facilities. He was in like six different prisons before he ended up in Attica. Why? Do I have I, no idea. Like I really I don't have know no how, clue. I never thought about that. But I don't why know how do the prison system people? works. Yeah. Prison scares me. So I try not to uh, think about it a yeah, lot. Me too. After we visited the uh Moundsville. Uh, yes. Which we're the talking about this season. Yay. I'm so excited for that episode. Yay. But after visiting that place, there weren't there obviously weren't even any people there. No, but it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, I, I remember like, me and you were in one like we got into the one cell together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not big. No, I mean it. It is tiny. It's very small. Tiny. It's very small. And it was way overcrowded when that place was open. Oh yeah, there was like four people in one of the rooms that we were in, Ugh. and it only had two beds. No, thank you. I'd be like, I'm gonna sleep on the floor with yeah. my back up against. Yeah, the wall. seriously. <laughs> Trust no one. <laughs> uh, he did claim Attica was the worst and described it as a nightmare. Well, which is what huh. he deserves. Yeah. Well, sometimes well, he's still alive, so sometimes I'm like, what if he listens to this? But I don't think he's allowed. Oh inter- no! I don't think he's oh. allowed internet access. Okay. And honestly, I don't feel that bad about it. <laughs> you have you have blonde hair. I do not. <laughs> I'm a little concerned. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I don't know. I started singing the Jaws theme song. <laughs> it's okay. If anybody ever comes for me, I have a gun. I know how to use it at my home. So it's all good. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can defend myself. Go, Miley. <laughs> One of these reasons being that Attica, that in Attica, someone tried to kill Berkowitz. Hey! The left side of his neck was slashed from front to back with a razor blade, resulting in a wound that required 50 stitches. (gasps) Berkowitz was too afraid to cooperate with the investigation, despite that it nearly cost him his life. He refused to identify his attacker, but did state that he was grateful for the attack. It brought a sense of justice, or in Berkowitz's own words, the punishment he deserved oh 
I don't. He okay. He, oh, I it, guess it, he becomes just unbearable Ew. as we go on. At the press conference in February uh, of 1979, Berkowitz announced that his previous claims of demonic possession were a hoax. In multiple meetings with the court-appointed psychiatrist, Berkowitz stated that he had long contemplated murder to get revenge on a world that he felt had rejected and hurt him. Which is stupid. (laughs) Go to a therapist. Yeah, for real. Yeah. If anybody's listening and you've ever contemplated murder, please go to a therapist. And don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want to yeah. ever be also mentioned true. in E. Yeah, please To the no. police. Please no. That is my nightmare. Go to therapy. Yeah, go please. To <laughs> they have like online therapy now. Yeah. Um, But he did claim he was a part of a satanic cult. Ooh. When I was doing research for this, I was watching... um. Captain America the Winter Soldier because that's like my emotional support movie because every time we do creepy like satanic cult stuff I'm always Mm -hmm. like mildly scared yeah (laughs) when we talk about deals with the devil I'm just like whatever (laughs) but when we talk about like satanic cults I'm like I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna watch happy Marvel movies (laughs) because this is scaring me (laughs) uh he claimed at multiple crime scenes Cult members were with him when he did the killings, as well as, like, some did the killings themselves. But that's been proven false information multiple times, especially by the police who interviewed him in the early morning when he was captured. They said he had given a detailed information for every single crime scene and never once claimed anyone else was with him. Multiple people have tried to reopen this murder, like multiple of these murder cases, claiming the satanic cult theory, but nothing has ever come to fruition. Uh, But that doesn't stop Berkowitz from feeding this theory. From prison, Berkowitz continues to make claims and expand upon his claims of demonic possession, which he renounced in 1979. Um, he wants so now he's like backpedaling he stated in a series of nine videos in 2015 that the voice he heard was that of Samhan Samhan a druid devil and the true origin of son of Sam which is such total like bull because I'm sure that after he did like I know they have books in prison I've seen uh, Shawshank um that's about the only information I have about jails from Shawshank. <laughs> and so I know that they have books in prison. So obviously he found a book and was like, oh, oh this yeah. demon's name starts with Sam. So <laughs> perfect for this role that I have created. That's so obnoxious. Um, Yeah. Oh, and then he added that it was never a dog, saying that that detail was fabricated by the media. Okay. Then what happened to the dog? Yeah, why did you shoot Harvey? (laughs) Were you just... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He becomes absolutely... Like, he was unbearable before prison with these stupid Weeman hater notes (laughs) and, like, the gutters at NYC notes. Like, he was unbearable then. But now that he has all this media attention, he becomes literally, like, (sighs) eye-roll-inducing. It's so frustrating because... uh, Like, I, I get it. I get the media... And, you know, they can do some really great things. Oh, yeah. But when you when you give these people so much publicity, yeah. their heads just get even bigger than what they already were. When you give them a stage, they're going to perform. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, just... Yeah, exactly. That's just how it is with people like this. 
So continue down this timeline of insanity. In 1987, David Berkowitz, uh, the son of Sam, decided to become an evangelical Christian. A twist. <laughs> Am <sorry>. I right? <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> he claims to have converted while reading Psalms 34.6, which is... This poor man called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. After that moment, he claimed he no longer wants the name Son of Sam, but instead Son of Hope. I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> I hope it's true. I really do. I hope, I hope he found God and I hope he turned his life around. And I hope he stayed in jail, even though all of this yeah. happened. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Oh, but it doesn't stop there. Berkowitz oh, went on not. to release a video interview in 1998 called Son of Hope, as well as a book in 2006 titled Son of Hope, The Prison Journals of David Berkowitz. He also has a website that is ran by a church group, since he's not allowed online, <laughs> and is involved in like the, his prison ministries at the jail that he's at now, because he's not in Attica what? anymore. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, he has his own website. Oh, no. Um, I've actually I actually visited it when I was a teenager. Oh. Because I think we were doing, it was for a psych, for like a, a psych class that I had in high school. And I was like, I'm going to do a report about serial killers. And I found out that he was still alive and I visited his website. I mean, it's just, it's just a website. Yeah. Um. <sighs> continuing down the timeline parole hearings i had mentioned before mm -hmm. berkowitz first one in 2002 he didn't even show up and he sent a letter cool. to the governor of new york saying in all honesty i believe that i deserve to be in prison for the rest of my life i have with god's help long ago come to terms with my situation and have accepted my punishment but in six thousand, but in two thousand sixteen, he did try for parole. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and then was denied. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Even though he stated he felt that he was no, he was no risk. Yeah, he literally was like, "I don't feel like I'm any, I'm any risk to anyone." Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he was again denied parole in two thousand eighteen. Um, and this his is just latest, getting closer and closer. I don't like it. His latest hearing was supposed to be in 2020, but was postponed until further notice due to coronavirus. <sighs> the one in 2020 would have been his 16th hearing date. Oh, no, I don't like it. Yeah. Mm -mm. So to shift to a really sad note, um, Nisa Moskowitz, mother of Stacy, his last victim, uh, who had previously had not hidden her hatred for Berkowitz, like she was super vocal about it in the media in whatever way she possibly could be, mm -hmm. wrote him a letter shortly before her own death in 2006 forgiving him for killing her daughter. <gasps> what makes this story even more heartbreaking is Moskowitz lost all three of her children at a young age. What? They all died young. One died at nine and Stacy died in her 20s and then her oldest, um, I believe it was a son named Richard, died when he was 37 <gasps> she had oh. no survivors after her death except according to the new york post her daughter's murderer <gasps> so sam lived longer than every single person in that family that is horrible and i mean he's still alive so ew um Ugh. there is 
a goodish thing, I guess, if you could say that came from this whole nightmare, uh, is the son of Sam Law. After speculation about publishing offers, Berkowitz was receiving like insane amounts of money to publish his uh-huh. life story. Yeah. Of uh, the New York State legislator passed a new law that prevented convicted criminals and their relatives from making any financial profit from books, movies, or other <gasps> enterprises related to the stories of their crimes. Let's go. This was all passed before David Berkowitz could profit off anything. Hey. Hence the reason. He has made no money from the book he wrote or the videos he's done. Um, At first, the law was struck down by the Supreme Court for violating the First Amendment, freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. But New York later produced a constitutionally revised version of like the same law the following year. Mm -hmm. Um, Similar laws have since been enacted in 41 states at the federal level. Yeah. We love to see it. Yes. Um, so Son of Sam has stayed a pretty popular topic in pop culture world. Um, a version of David Berkowitz is in an episode of the Netflix show Mindhunter. Yay! Love that show. Love that show. Yes. Parts of it was filmed in West Virginia at the Moundsville Penitentiary, which we will be talking about this season. And Miley will probably go into more like shows that were on, like filmed there. Yes. Um, but yes, I believe one of David Berkowitz's is the outside scene going in because i'm obsessed with mind hunter which should surprise absolutely no one for multiple reasons one i love jonathan groff i think he is an angel among men (laughs) two serial killers obviously of course super into that true crime for life (laughs) um but yeah the scene where they're going in to interview moskowitz not moskowitz sorry berkowitz bill um (laughs) You actually see the Moundsville Penitentiary. Yeah. You see the outside of it. And I freaked out. <laughs> me <And> like, too. <laughs> yes. Whenever I saw it, uh, I was watching it with my husband, Dustin. And I was like, I think it was the first season. They also, It's also in the first season. I was like, Dustin, that's Moundsville. That's in West Virginia. And he was like, no, it's not. And I was like, so help me God. Yes, it is. <laughs> I know what that prison looks like. He's like, you literally have only been there like once when you were a small child. And I was like, Dustin. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to forget that place what though. it looks like <laughs> and so then i was like i'm pulling up pictures and then i found out that it was filmed there and i was like oh my god yeah the first thing that i saw it was after we had went and yeah. i was watching it with my parents and i screamed i was like i've been there yeah i have been there i love it I they so filmed pumped. yeah they filmed a couple scenes on yeah. the outside and on the inside yes um, super cool yes please I'm watch obsessed. it it's great um but yeah, Berkowitz is an episode. Well, he's not, but like a portrayal of him is in one episode and they interview him. And honestly, it's really interesting. And it's really cool. You should yeah, go watch it. It is. Go watch Mindhunter on Netflix. Yeah. They're not a sponsor yet. <laughs> yeah. Yet. Um, There's also been a ton of other shows that David Berkowitz has been mentioned in. There's been multiple movies made about his life and like just variations of like characters like about him and stuff there was a seinfeld episode that mentioned him oh random right it is um even music there's like songs that mention son of sam songs that are called son of sam yeah a bunch of stuff like that and uh, technically this is another we we are talking about him which which is another like yeah (laughs) 
and there's other podcasts that cover Son of Sam. There's other, I mean, there's a ton of videos on YouTube that you can see about him. Like, this is not a topic that has died with time. No. At all. Um, And we've talked about it before because he didn't even have as many victims as other serial killers. No. But I guess it's like the whole Satan thing. Yeah, it's like the the media really takes the whole Satan thing and runs with it. Yeah. Like Like demons. Like Ramirez with his little Hail Hail Satan. (laughs) Yeah. He just says it so nonchalantly. Hail Satan. Yeah. You know. Um, And while this is definitely an interesting topic, one that like we like to talk about, like I've always been fascinated by serial killers and like how their brains work and everything like that. Like I'm not going to say ever since I was a kid. That makes me sound weird. (laughs) Um, But like early on in life, like how people's brain works has yes. always interested me. Yeah, me too. Because I'm very like, one, I'm very ADHD. If you can't tell by this podcast, I'm very like, <laughs> I'm constantly moving when we record too, um, <laughs> which if we ever release videos, you'll see that. But I just like to see how other people's brain works. And I love to see how people who have like wildly different brains than me, how their mm-hmm. brains work. So it's always been interesting to me like the aspect of a serial killer and like the aspect of how people can take another person's life because that's yeah. just not something that's ever entered into my like right wavelength yeah. before mm-hmm. and so that's always and I, I mean that's that's it for a lot of people this is fascinating to them um and while this may be like a really interesting topic to discuss and talk about and dive into and i mean obviously it's a popular one this is still this is real people mm-hmm. like David Berkowitz is still alive. He's in jail. Um, it's so crazy to think about sometimes because yeah. we just hear all these stories and to us, they're just names. I mean, yeah. we've heard son of Sam. I remember my, my high school psychology class, my teacher talking about son of Sam and the dog. And I was like, Oh, you know, whatever. But it really, sometimes you just have to sit and think about these people like his victims were real people with real lives yeah. and real families. He's an actual human being, which is yeah, a little like, mind boggling. Like these people, they don't get to have like these parents who mm-hmm. are probably long gone now, but they didn't get to see their, their daughters grow up. They yeah. didn't get to see their kids grow up. They didn't get to see their grandkids. Like, this is real people that we're talking about yeah. whenever we talk about this. And while we make a ton of jokes and everything and and laugh about how stupid he is, he still killed a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And it's still really sad that these people didn't get to, like, have a life. Like, mm-hmm. one couple was engaged. Ugh. And it just makes it, like, when you start to make yourself be like, yeah, okay, these are real people. Then, it, I don't know, it starts to become like, god how awful yeah (laughs) like that's terrible like because if you count all the serial killers in the world plus their victims like even someone commented on a post not long ago Mm -hmm. talking about how they knew one of the victims for the fast food killer yes yeah so when it comes to stuff like that you just kind of have to step back and be like this is this is legit yeah and it's the same with with anything like this hauntings eh. Miley's house is haunted and I mean I don't feel bad for her yeah (laughs) yeah I'll probably got an extra story but we'll save that for another time but if Miley's dog was shot in the head because it was allegedly a demon then I would be sad I'd be pretty ticked off about that well that was another episode of (laughs) Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries 
Way to end on a positive <laughs> <Yeah>. note. <laughs> well, uh, I'll keep Miley's dog in my prayers. I'm glad I don't have a dog. Do you not? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a dog either. I guess I don't I don't think I plan on getting a dog anytime soon after that. My <laughs> that oldest my oldest child hates dogs. Oh. So we'll probably never have a dog. Well, I'm allergic. So. Um well that's for the best because they could get possessed by an ancient demon Supposedly. and then talk yeah. your neighbor into killing people. Mm-hmm. Don't and then get shot. Yeah. Good God. Maybe. Keep your dogs safe. <laughs> Keep your dogs away from satanic cults. Yeah. It's our advice. But like I said, that was another episode. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram at AM and Pod. Follow us on Twitter at AM Pod One. You can email us at MM at Gmail. Someone did email us recently. Yeah. Shout out to Shout Charlotte. Out to you. <laughs> because honest to God, me and my that was one of the best moments of mine. I lives. screamed out loud. We I was like, loved it. Best day of my life. Good luck hunting squonk out there, man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, contact us. <laughs> Bye, or guys. Follow us on Instagram. Oh, and make sure if you're listening on Apple Podcast or any other podcast station, I don't think that's the right way to say it. Um, rate and review us. Yep. Even please if it's no, a, no, please no mean even reviews. If we take it personally. One, I want to read it. Ugh. Tell me that you hate my accent. Just kidding. Don't. Please, I'll cry. Exactly. Please don't say any mean things. But yeah, thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye.